Hey, and welcome to a special weekend edition of Banjo Go Potty. Uh, just started walking Banjo. There is a massive random thing in the middle of the street. What is this? I don't know. It looks like... Oh, I'm too far away. Banjo, come on, let's check this thing out. What is this? Hold on, people. It's exciting. There's a bunch of shit in the street. Weird. Did someone's car get broken into? I don't think so. Maybe? All right, that sucks. Um, yeah, looks like someone's car got opened up and people threw a bunch of shit in the street, but none of the cars have broken windows. I don't know, maybe someone left their door unlocked. Whatever, that's not what this is about. This episode is called Saving Nemo. So that's not part three of the movie that hasn't been announced yet. But anyway, so a little while ago, talked about the little clownfish I had and how they were going through quarantine and why they had to go through quarantine. Thought I'd give a little update because it's been quite dramatic. I know. It's a fucking fish. That's what everyone's thinking. But, um, all right, so here we go. So one of the stupid things about the saltwater or any fish is that you got to worry about the fish being healthy. We talked about that in the quarantine episode a couple weeks ago. And Knock, well, fuck knocking on wood, because it's not true. My guys looked pretty healthy the whole time, to the point where I was not, well, I was considering not putting them through some of the medication treatments to, like, proactively treat for medic for stuff. Hadn't seen signs of anything bad on them. And I was beginning to think, like, fuck it, I should just put them in the tank. Why put these dudes through, like, a medication course that they don't need to, et cetera, et cetera, not showing any symptoms of anything, actually. Until a couple weeks ago, things kind of changed. At one point, I saw, I don't know if this was in the last episode or not, but uh, that the fish had, like, white stringy poop, which turns out in saltwater fish is not normal. However, if you've had, like, goldfish or any of the regular, like, freshwater fish, as a kid or adult, doesn't matter, um... It's pretty common in freshwater fish. It's like no big deal. But in saltwater fish, evidently, the poop just is supposed to, I don't know, just kind of come out as like powder or like rabbit pellets, but, you know, way smaller. But you're not supposed to see it hanging out of the fish. And if you do, it's a legit, like, proven fact that that means they have intestinal parasites. Like, all right, fine. They have fucking intestinal parasites. That sounds shitty. But if you're a dog or cat owner... You're kind of used to this to an extent. Um, I know dogs, I don't really take my cats to the vet, uh, but the dog, you know, you get a dog, you take them to the vet for the first time, they get their vaccinations, and you're given like, well, I get heart guard, or I used to at least. They changed the vets up. Some sort of tapeworm uh, preventative thing. You, it's just this chewy tablet the dog has to eat once a month. So your yearly vet appointment, they give you a dozen of these things once a month, give it to the dog, they eat it up and whatever. So you're kind of used to some sort of intestinal parasite existing. And the way fish and dogs get them is they eat or, you know, get too close to the poop of somebody else that had it. Don't know how the fuck patient zero got it, but it doesn't matter. So whatever, these fish have the white stringy poop, no good, got to look into it. So the reason I even knew this was a bad thing is... This is kind of like a rewind where kind of this is my style of when I get into a hobby, which honestly isn't that frequent. 
but I'll kind of like generalize what the term hobby means to kind of get more examples is like, let's say you're really into basketball, right? And you've been spectating a little bit, but at some point you get a little bit more serious and serious would mean that when you're watching the game, you're looking for certain things as opposed to just watching for fun. So in this case, it would be something like watching a team close enough to try to understand what plays they're running. So that's a little advanced because you'd have to watch that team a shitload to identify the patterns, almost be a scout in your own right. Otherwise, you could just start noticing kind of common actions, if you will, right? You'll be like, oh, a high screen pick and roll. And then start noticing tendencies of other people on the team of like, okay, usually when that happens, the guy in the baseline corner is either ready for a three or he's going to cut if somebody hedges on the other guy, blah, 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 blah. Right. So you'll start noticing these patterns. And the way I, I personally learn this stuff is by participating in communities about the forum or about the, about the, the hobby. And it's either listen to a bunch of podcasts and see what the smart people are saying, read Reddit threads, read blog posts by people that are like analyzing games in this way. And eventually pretty quickly, you'll start hearing enough terms or peripherally storing chunks of, you know, what, uh, what's the right word? Chunks of like, I don't know, verbiage in the back of your head. And you'll start knowing that something exists called a pinch in basketball. You might not know exactly what that is. You know it has something to do with this or that or the other thing, but you kind of put it in your back of your head to storage. Same with software, right? Like you don't end up learning how to program everything. But at some point, you'll end up, this is a pretty novice example, is like, I don't really know what caching is, but I've heard it's a thing, it's a technique people use in order to make something faster. It's kind of a pretty bland, boring definition. You don't really know how to have to know how to do it, what the mechanics are, what the tools are that are involved, et cetera, or the strategies. But someday if you need to make things faster, you're like, shit, I remember reading that caching helps with that. Let me go actually look into it, right? So there's like some stuff that you just end up skimming on a surface level and you know it exists so you can recall it. So that's how I found out about the fish poop thing. At some point while I was planning and buying all the shit for the fish tank, I was spending a bunch of time during my train commute reading whatever the current like popular threads are on a particular like saltwater uh, reef forum. And, you know, like just reading like the popular section, not popular, like hot, whatever you want to call it, most recently engaged posts, if you will. You know, I'm not selecting that I'm going to read about coral or this or that or the other thing. Just whatever pops up, I just get exposed to a lot of random shit. It's like putting, you know all of Spotify on shuffle. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to hear some shit. So throughout that process, you get to know a bunch of little things at a surface level. So I, at some point, saw a thread, and somehow that thread was about fish poop, and I was like, what the fuck? People are looking at poop. And I read briefly that the white stringy poop is bad. So fast forward three months later or whatever, I see it in my tank. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is bad. I didn't exactly know the details back then. I just knew it's <clears throat> something worth looking into if you see it. Looked into it. Turns out it's a parasitic issue. And, you know, found out what the medications are that people recommend. 
blah, 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 blah. So, okay, so that's that. So I've been feeding these fucking guys medicated food to battle the the parasite that's causing this white stringy poop. And I'm pretty much following to a T what the best regarded, you know, approach to treating this is. And it's like, you know, feed them food with a particular medication for two weeks, three weeks, and it'll just kind of be fine. It's not one of those things that'll kill them instantly. It's a slow killer. So unless you leave it untreated for a long, long, long time, you know, fish will be okay. All right, cool. So feeding them this shit, they're eating ravenously, etc. until a couple days ago. And a couple days ago, it got kind of fucked up where, so there's two clownfish. One of them is, I call it the girl, and the other one called the boy. Technically, they probably are both the same sex right now, but eventually one becomes dominant and bigger and just morphs into a girl. So the one that's bigger, I call the girl because unless the other one just grows rapidly, that's just kind of how it's going to be. She started not eating much and which is kind of strange because they're fat asses and they'd gotten to the point where if I turned off the water flow they would just haul ass and go to the top of the tank and they know it's feeding time and they get ready for it and they're just super excited to eat that kind of sort of stopped and they did eat but they weren't going for it like they'd previously done for a good like week to 10 days where they just went apeshit so that was slightly concerning, but you're like, eh, maybe they're not hungry. Maybe they can t- taste the medicine in the food. Let me add a little bit more, like, garlic. Turns out they like garlic. Let me add a little bit of garlic for tomorrow's feeding and see that, how that goes. So fast forward, and I noticed that, like, next day, same same thing, but, you know, mostly worse, actually. And on top of that, the fish doesn't look like it's moving. So not, like, on its side dead, but just like kind of like a dog laying down but on the on the, well I don't have sand in the quarantine tank but like imagine if there was just on the bottom glass just sitting there and again that's fucking weird so i got white stringy poop they're not eating as much as they used to and now this one isn't really even moving so the other one was doing laps around the place feeding down but not as bad as the other guy and so you're like okay this is not good not acting like themselves something's wrong so hold on i got a veer course there's another dog over here it's gonna get annoying quick all right so that's a bummer so uh, i figure fuck it i gotta go to work doesn't matter whatever doing the best i can reading up on it like you know I'm doing the right things. Just give it a day. Maybe they're tweaking. God knows what the fuck's happening. And then I shove a Nest Cam in front of the tank for a couple days and figure, like, hey, maybe the last time I cleaned the tank, I creep them out because I move all the shit around and they think I'm a bad guy for some reason. Kind of like they did when I first bought them. They have to get used to you, start to realize, like, you're the food bringer and be stoked. But maybe I tripped them out. Maybe I was doing something on the tank. I was cleaning the glass and that freaked them out with, you know, blah, blah, blah. God knows. They're fucking fish, right? They do weird shit. So, no, even with a nest cam, it's not moving. It's kind of sitting there. It's not move a couple times, but after a while, you're like, fuck, dude. Like, 
no matter how chill you're going to be, like, you're not going to just sit still for six hours, are you? So I began to worry, and this was yesterday, and I'm at work, and I'm, like, worried about a fish. That's fucked up, right? That's kind of weird. Um, I think most people's reaction is, so, like, <laughs> I had a one-on-one with my boss at three o'clock, and shout out, Josh, what up, dude? Um, I know you don't listen, but just shout out anyway. It's the thought that counts. Um, I moved my one-on-one to lunch. I'm like, dude, I got to go take care of my fish. And he's chill. He's like, all right, fine, dude. And most people are just going to be like, yeah, it's a fish, man. Why do you care so much? And it's a complicated answer, actually. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. And this was like a very long descriptive way of getting to this. One is like, yeah, they're fish, but they're still animals, right? You don't want to buy like an animal and bring it home and fucking kill it, right? Like, that's just kind of a very sadistic point of view. And maybe someone will say, whatever, dude, just fucking replace them if they die. And you're like, okay, ignore the moral part of like, you got an animal and like, I'm pretty confident I didn't hurt the fish any, in any which way. Like I haven't done anything awkward. I've done everything by the book. Um, the guy at the fish store is like, yeah, and like, you really got to hang on this or you actually at least try know what you should be doing. And all the testing I do on a daily basis, the water seems good, feeding them high-quality foods, only give them medication when there's an obvious symptom, etc. Like, I'm kind of going at it by the book here. And one of the things here is, like, if they do die, at least I know I didn't do it, right? So there'd be a difference if it got to the point where the ammonia was spiking in their water, and that's absolutely my fault, right? I should have, you know, done water changes and or like fed less or, you know, whatever, like ammonia is going to spike if you do some bad shit. I'm like, well, that's not the case. The ammonia has been at zero for a couple weeks now. So it's not my fault, but I still don't want these fucking things to die because that just sucks. Right. Um, the other argument would be like, well, if it does die, just buy another one. And saltwater fish aren't that cheap. Again, it's not they're not super expensive, but like they're dozens of dollars. I think the two of them were 130 bucks. So like say 65 bucks or something each, something like that. So not that expensive, but I also don't want to set 65, $70 on fire either. Like, you know, this dinner, it's a cell phone bill. Like, you don't want to just burn it up and throw it away. But the other part of it is, it's like, it's not just the fish. It's like a foray into a new hobby. And I thought I was doing a good job of being prepared and not just jumping in. Did a handful of, like, months of research, understand what gear I need, understand what troubles you're likely to run into, and have on hand the shit you'll need to deal with it if the inevitable problems happen or the possible problems happen. And, you know, it's just kind of like a project failure, right? Like... You don't want to set out to do something in the house one day and have it like go wrong, even though you did your best, right? So it's kind of like that too. It's like at the end of the day, if something happens and unfortunately the fish passes away, like I'm not going to fucking cry. I'm not attached like I would be to my dog, but it's also like just consider it a project, right? Like if you don't want to take that it's a life part into account like 
nobody wants to take on a project that they invest a couple months of research into, a couple thousand dollars worth of gear into, a bunch of active hours of like taking care of this and test that and just try to learn a whole new fucking thing. And then all of a sudden, the first step ends in literal death, <laughs> right? Like that fucking would suck. So that's kind of it. It's like, I'm kind of bummed because I think I'm doing the right things. Everybody I've talked to, whether it's dudes online, um, there's legit forums dedicated to like fish disease diagnosis and shit. And there's a handful of people that have been super helpful. And so far, looks like I'm doing nothing wrong. Can't guarantee it because, you know, it is what it is. And I just don't want to fuck up, right? So that's that. So where are we at? So yesterday the fish weren't moving much or the one guy wasn't moving much, girl, I guess. And hadn't eaten much like she used to. Super bummed, super worried. And I'm like, fuck, maybe my ammonia test is like fucked up, right? Like the reagent could have expired. I could have accidentally like gotten a drop of some other shit inside the other thing. And I'm getting a wrong reading, right? Something, anything could happen. So I figured, fuck it. I'm going to come home early. I'm worried about this fucking thing dying. And I'm going to take the like a big jar full of the water to the fish store, get them to test it out, and see if their tests come up with anything different than mine. The only thing was pH is on the lower side of okay, but still in the okay range. And it's actually congruent with kind of like what it's been the whole time. So it's not like a massive change. Um, it was, you know, there to begin with. Plus, it's on the low side of okay. So that's fine. So I wouldn't... So that wasn't the case. So I bought a bunch of water, salt water from the fish store, and decided I'd change out a half of the water in the tank. And for the sake of speed, since I didn't want to waste a few hours making salt water, I just buy it from them. And it's like seawater as opposed to like synthetic salt that you mix in yourself. Give that a shot. So I do that. And the fish is going to freak the fuck out once you empty half their tank. And at that point, I'm taking out a couple parts here and there, like little neck for the filter to like rub off the algae on it, clean off the PVC, vacuum off the bottom of the tank. So, you know, they're freaking out. So I turn the lights off and let's give them a couple hours to see if they'll calm down. And hopefully a water change revives them. And it's kind of for not, right? Like my test and the fish store's test. Both, you know, said there's nothing wrong with the water to begin with. So at least you feel like you're doing something and not just fucking sitting there. So, all right. So that's that. So the last resort was to just start blindly fucking medicating the tank. Or do a freshwater dip. So I didn't want to blindly medicate the tank because something's definitely wrong with the fish. But... I don't know what to do because it's not like they're going to talk and tell you why they're not swimming around. Could be a thousand things. And then the secondary symptoms, there were none. So it's like if the fish isn't moving around, they could be getting ammonia poisoning. And like, okay, well, the ammonia in the water is zero. Okay, so that's not it. So what's the second secondary symptom I could trust here? Like if it had a tattered fin, that's one thing. Could be an infection, like bacterial or fungal. And the fins are fucked up and it sucks to swim, so they don't want to swim. Or it's getting into a fight with the other one. 
something, right? There's no secondary symptoms of anything. Like it's just like the fish is mostly good. The not swimming around or physically good, not swimming around could be a million things. Could just be that it just wants to fucking lay there, right? But the not eating part is concerning and the stringy poop concerning, but nothing definitive besides the, str- the stringy poop stuff shouldn't cause the fish to not fucking move around. Right, it'll suck, but you know you medicate the fucking thing, and pretty much from what I gather, it's like a hundred percent success rate. You feed them some antibiotics, and the fucking parasite dies, and they shit it out. Okay, so I didn't want to blindly medicate, even though I have all this shit on hand. And I was like, fuck, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And then one of the weird things that people do with uh, saltwater fish is a freshwater dip. So it's kind of the opposite of what you think you should be doing, is taking a fish that lives in salt water and throw them in fresh water. So my friend Jamie mentioned this as a possibility. I'd read about it specifically as um, an option, or not even an option, as like a thing to do if you think the fish has flukes. So flukes are another kind of tapewormy type thing that can like latch onto the fish and what happens is the lack of salinity in the water fucks up the tapeworms more than it fucks up the fish, and the fish can handle fresh water for a little while. So everyone recommends just approximately five minutes. So you just throw the fish in, and about the four-minute mark seems to be the magic number that I've seen in every YouTube video and forum post. The flukes will start dying and falling off of the fish, and you're supposed to see them. It's like these little sesame seed looking things <clears throat> falling off your fish. And you're like, all right, well, fuck, I'll try that. So I heated up a bunch of fresh water, got an air stone in there. Kind of, again, by the book, raised the pH with like a little bit of a buffer, a squirt of their salt water, just a squirt, don't worry, not making it a salt water dip. And then, all right, time to fucking do it. So I grab the goddamn fish, throw it in there. And surprisingly, it's not freaking the fuck out. It's just kind of sort of chilling. And as I was trying to catch it, it was actually moving around quite well, fine. So it's not physically incapable of swimming, because when I'm chasing it with a net, it's like hauling ass. It took me a couple minutes to catch it. So that, like, accidentally ruled out, like, some sort of physical damage. Like, it just straight up can't swim. Or it has a weird, like, a float bladder problem, and this buoyancy is weird. I don't know. Whatever. So throw this fucker into the, the water, and... Start looking to see if flukes are falling off. The problem is, the answer to that is maybe. Did flukes fall off the fish? I don't know. So when you see um, the examples on YouTube, they're pretty obvious that these flukes are falling off because you see this shit swirling around the water. Um, But they also, all the examples I saw were with much, much bigger fish. My fish are like three quarters of an inch. And the ones I saw videos of were fish that were, I don't know, five inches big or something like that. You know, larger fish by far. Um, So you'd imagine that the parasite would be much bigger. So did that. Maybe I saw some shit in the water, but then I like cleaned out the container and just scooped up the fresh water. And I do all this shit in the garage. So there's like dust floating around, just standard like garage shit. And lo and behold, if I just get a scoop of the water without, you know, potential flukes, contamination like kind of sort of looks the same maybe not as bad like there are things floating in it but 
Are they the same things? Are there more things? I don't fucking know. So that was the last resort. Did that. Dipped both of them just because. Um, just because like, the other guy wasn't eating well either. Like he used to be a fat ass too. So concerned about both of them. Tried it. Went to sleep. And then this morning, I'm going to go check on them. I've explicitly not checked on them yet. Want to keep the lights in the tank off to kind of let them calm down from the traumatic getting tossed in a fucking jug of fresh water situation they got themselves into yesterday. And I'm going to check it out. But I did catch a glance, just a glance, as I was kind of like heading out the door to walk Banjo. And I did see the girl swimming around the tank. And not just kind of. Like, she went across the tank. Something I haven't seen her do in... I don't know, probably four days. So that's encouraging. Could be anything. So A, at least she didn't fucking die. So the freshwater dip thing happened. Nobody died. It's all good. And then she may or may not be more active. So I'll find out. My plan is for today is to leave the lights on the tank off pretty much all day until maybe the afternoon and then wait and not feed them till pretty late. Me and Jess are going out to dinner tonight. So like, like even like fucking midnight at this point, like just wait super duper late, let them build up an appetite and then kind of catch a glance at the tank here or there, but not like put them under observation. So that's the plan. Trying to save Nemo here, y'all. I definitely know there's some internal stomach parasites because of the the stringy poop, but the not moving around thing, man, I don't know. So not moving around and not eating, concerning, stringy poop, concerning, fuck, gotta save Nemo.